Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. La, 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 la. Are we on? Uh, yes. Good. I've got <laughs> nothing. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you tomorrow. I uh, told you this morning, but I think everyone is dying for the update. On? I did it yesterday. I ventured out oh. there and I bought the Kirkland brand putter. Putter. Yeah. To add to my golf bag. I was reading the review. I don't. See, it's funny because I don't care enough about golf to read about golf. But because we're golfing this coming Monday, suddenly I'm like, oh, I should probably bone up on some golf. And I was reading the reviews of the Kirkland putter. They're pretty good. It's a, not a bad putter. For 175 bucks, Something like that. Yeah, but you can afford it, Bryce. But it was more so, this is just terrible money management. I just think it's really funny to roll up to a golf course, and it has like a, a cover on it. And it, the cover says Kirkland. Kirkland signature. Like there's no disguising <laughs> the fact you're running a Costco putter. It does seem like a nice one, but man, just the fact that it's Kirkland brand just makes my heart smile. I bet you everybody will be like, can I try your Kirkland putter? They, they also sell wedges. I saw that too. Yeah, I saw them in the store. So I went yesterday afternoon, and mm-hmm. I think we all need to take a step back and reflect on how we behave In Costco's. Oh, what was going on? It's chaos. Yeah. I haven't been inside the store lately, but I go to the gas pumps. Oh my God. It was madness in there. And it's just one, the sheer amount of people in the middle of the afternoon on a Tuesday was jarring. Where do the Tuesday afternoon people come from? It's boggling my mind. Um, But just everyone just disregards proper just walking down aisle etiquette they're swinging carts everywhere they're abandoning carts in the in middle the of middle aisles and nobody can get by and they're oblivious to the fact that the traffic's piling up in the clothing part of Costco people are pulling out shirts looking at it not liking it and just throwing it somewhere else and yeah i don't know what happened it's chaos in there we've we've flown too close to the sun Mm -hmm. and we need to rein it back in. And then when I was leaving after purchasing my prized putter, the lineup for people buying like pizza and chicken fingers and ice cream, that food plate, it was insane. It seems like there's no rhyme or reason to how the food counter works now because you do the, you order yourself, but then they don't really have a great system of calling out the number when your order's ready. It's like somebody behind three inches of plexiglass going 32, 32, (laughs) and nobody, everybody's like craning their necks trying to hear what number's being called. It's just chaos and confusion. Yeah, they've lost control. Yeah. The animals have taken over the zoo at Costco. Can we talk about the the Costco gas pumps too? Oh, geez, that's its own little planet. It is. So here's the thing. I don't know where you're listening to this, but where we are, um, you go to a Costco and the gas is typically like 10 or 12 cents cheaper than anywhere else. Like it's a, it's a good deal 
if you have time to sit in line and wait because the lineups are insane. And what you used to do is you'd pick a lane, you'd try and decide which lane to line up in and you'd want to have, you want to get in a lane with small cars or minivans or something in front of you because they typically have smaller gas tanks. So it doesn't take as long to fill as, you know, a Ford F-350. You don't want to get behind a whole bunch of pickup trucks. You'll be there all month waiting for them to clear the pumps. But what people are doing now is that they trick you. You go, okay, cool, minivan and a Mazda. I'm going to get behind this. But then the guy in the minivan opens the back door. He's got nine jerry cans he's going to fill as well as his van. And you need to... I don't know. Maybe there needs to be some sort of flag or something to let everybody know you're going to be a while so they don't pick your lane. And then I was telling you that I saw a couple of people and this was they were there at the same time, like a couple of islands apart at the gas bar. And they had those little garden trailers that you might have. I don't know, just if you have to take some stuff from your yard to the dump or whatever, because you don't have a pickup truck. They had put slip tanks on those garden trailers a slip tank if you don't know it's that gas tank you see in the back of a pickup yeah so they're like they're keeping 400 liters of gasoline at home now in their garage because it's cheaper i get it you want to save money but that's killed the efficiency of the costco gas pump and uh for the most part it's like 10 cents cheaper for me my gas tank isn't big enough that it's worth it to wait in line for 25 minutes For me, though, like that vehicle I drive has a 120 liter tank. Yeah, that's quite a bit bigger than mine. So if I'm filling that thing up, I'll save myself, you know, 12 or 14 dollars, which, you know, 12 or 14 bucks. Why not? It's chaos. I wouldn't drive out of my way to go to a Costco, but if I'm near one, I'll swing in and get gas if it's not too busy. Holy cow. Yeah. Between the gas bar the hot food, yeah, and just the general people in aisles. We mm-hmm. need to, we need to go to Costco school again. But the one bright spot of Costco, the Kirkland putter. Oh God! And let, don't get me wrong, that ice cream and those chicken fingers and stuff. Oh yeah, they're fine. They're f- it's fine, fine dining. Yes, but uh, whoo, doggies. Was anyone else walking around with the Kirkland putter when you were there? No, and I actually felt judged, like because I wonder if golf purists. And that's who looked like it was mostly there. People who just came off the golf course. Yeah. We're looking at me carrying the Kirkland putter being like, what an amateur. <laughs> no, I'll bet you it's one of those things. If you read the reviews, there's probably golf forums online where people are raving about the Kirkland putter. Rave. They're probably like, you know what that is? It's a rebranded Scotty Cameron. Made me feel pretty good. Is that a real putter, Scotty Cameron? Sounds legit. I think it is. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, though when I was leaving Costco, there's a guy who came in. Got a full pizza and then walked right out. He's walking out with just a full pie. Wow. Power move? I thought so. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. We have to save the turtles, Bryce. We have to. We've all seen that video of that turtle with the straw up its nose and the guy's yanking it out. And it's upsetting for a lot of different reasons. But is the straw the biggest problem in the environment? I doubt it. No, I, I don't think, think I it think is a, either. It's a drop in the bucket, I uh-huh. think. Yeah. Uh, but the story here is that Edmonton, the city, is looking at banning single-use plastics. I know All lot, of them. Yeah, like bags, straws, cups, food containers. A lot of grocery stores and stuff have already moved in that direction. Yeah. Um, well, with the bags. And for the most part, you know, I'm fine with the bags. I got reusable ones. I can live with that. And the straws is where I start to really kind of like, I wince a bit. 
I understand. I saw that turtle video. I hate it. The straw affects your enjoyment of a food or beverage more than any other implement you might use to enjoy that. Like I can, if I have to, I can use the wooden fork, but I can't do a paper straw in a Slurpee. No, that's where I would draw the line. That's where I would revolt. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! Paper straws aren't the answer. At least the current version of paper straw. No, there's some work to be done. Yeah. Uh, You know what? I hoard plastic spoons. And if you go into my drawer in my desk, I shouldn't be talking about this. I have a coffee cup in there with probably 40 plastic spoons in it. I see. Mm Mm-hmm. I see. But I don't eat and then throw the spoon away. Like, I'll wash the spoon and I'll use it dozens of times. I just, I like my, I like to eat my yogurt with a plastic spoon. We used to have spoon spoons in this building, but then remember when they took all our cutlery away during the pandemic? It has not returned. No, it probably never will. We will never get plates and forks. We won't get that back again. So I had to do something. Like my my line in the sand has been Slurpees. Once they switch to paper Slurpee straws, that's when I I've never pr- gone to a protest in my life, but that might be the first one. You'll go to that one? Yeah, that okay. one specifically. But people are pointing out that there are biodegradable plastic straws. And some of them they say are pretty good. I've not come across a biodegradable straw that I went, oh, this this is satisfying. Yeah, they keep pointing at booster juice, apparently. Yeah. I just don't like when I go to a movie theater and you buy the big drink and you put the straw in it and then you have to keep yanking it up so that it doesn't turn into paper mache in your cherry Coke. And every time you pull that straw, it goes, it's like a straw sympathy, sympathy, uh, symphony. That's the word I'm looking for. In the middle of a quiet part in a movie. These are our struggles. Mm-hmm. Brianna says, I'm guilty of straw hoarding. I just buy them in stores when I can find them, especially in small towns. Ooh. Ooh. There's a couple fast food chains that still use plastic ones. Are we naming names? No, don't. I just know my favorite one doesn't, and it's heartbreaking. Oh. I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Hello. Uh, plastic straws. I <laughs> I actually, about six or seven months ago, I was at McDonald's. I grabbed a huge handful of them, and you were asking what you guys do with them. I put, like, on the dash of my truck, I've got this pocket that I've never known. Like, it's, it's just a hole in my dash. So I filled that right full with plastic straws and I still have I think three yeah I got three plastic McDonald's straws still they're they're almost a collector edition they're so rare (laughs) I think car manufacturers are going to have to adapt and what they should do is they should eliminate one cup holder and turn that into a straw dispenser that would be perfect yeah I don't need 27 cup holders in my truck for sure. I just need somewhere to keep my straws, my collection of straws. And this gives me an idea here. You know how we're always talking about what are we going to give away on Practical Sonic? Like we give away Dyson vacuums. We gave away uh, Yeti coolers. We even gave away those expensive rubber boots one week. Remember it was really rainy? That's right. Practical saw, uh, Practical Sonic plastic straw edition where you win like a bundle of a thousand plastic straws. Yeah. That'd be good. And it's not like we're manufactured. They're out there already. Maybe we give them away? This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, I have my own silverware in my pen holder at work. Super classy. 
Super classy and hey, it's way better than what you'll see in my office. A paper coffee cup full of plastic spoons. It's a little bit of sadness there. Somebody says, I hoard straws too. I work for a food company. We sell straws to our customers. We sell them in boxes of 10,000. I have three boxes. Oh man, you're going to be sipping from a plastic straw until the end of times. There will be nothing left but like burned out buildings, a sunless sky, living dead roaming the earth. You'll be sitting on top of your all-terrain vehicle, sipping a Jones soda through a plastic straw. Good for you. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hoard those plastic straws. Hold on to them with your life. Did you know plastic straws come in boxes of 10,000? Ooh. Like the commercial ones? That seems like too much. Seems like a lot of straws. They could probably cut that down. Oh, do you want to be outraged again? Of course. Listen to this one. My wife and I hoard plastic grocery bags. We have hundreds of them. We use them as garbage bags. It just makes no sense to buy plastic bags to throw out when you can get more than one use out of the ones the grocery store gives you. And I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, I kind of agree, but what grocery store is still giving away plastic bags? Do they? I think there's one chain in particular that still does. Ooh. I know there's certain big box home improvement stores that still offer them. Mm-hmm. But grocery stores? Hmm. What else do you buy just to throw directly in the dump? Like other than garbage bags. Is there anything else? There's probably more than oh, we think. there's probably tons of stuff. More than we think. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, the plastic. I can't believe how many texts are coming in about straws. Everyone's kind of on the same page. Yeah. The amount of people that hoard them, though, is kind of blowing my mind. I will eventually be able to adjust to the wooden fork. Like, I will get there. But the first time I had it was recently, and it was like... I don't know what I was expecting. Like, I put this wooden fork in my mouth, and then when I went to pull it out, I had to work to pull it out. Like, there's no there's no friction. Like, it was, it's wood. It doesn't slide easily back out of your mouth. And I so, worry about splinters. So do I. Fork splinters. All the time. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, we were also talking about, if you were a competitive eater, what would be your specialty? I like the text we got from uh, Christy and Tyler, the one about KFC gravy. They said it's very drinkable when you're driving. You eat some fries, take a sip of gravy. They could enter the gravy drinking competition. That's a competition. I think I would do well at that. I could do well at it. Uh, How about you? Go ahead. Hi. I'm just hearing you talking about uh, foods that you could potentially become a professional eater at. Yeah, yeah. What, What food would you be really good at? Well, I was uh, I was a competitive distance runner growing up, and uh, as I'm sure you're familiar with, endurance athletes they like to do carbo loading. So um, my claim to fame is one night before a track meet in high school, I took down an eight pound plate of spaghetti. <laughs> eight pounds of spaghetti? Yeah, just for a laugh, I threw it on the scale after I dished it up, and oh. it was uh, oh, it was it was just gross looking back at it now. <laughs> How did the race go the next day? Garn, you know what? It wasn't my best race. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your name? Liam. Okay, Liam, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, that one food you think you could eat a lot of real quick. Like, if you were a competitive eater, what would your specialty be? 
I said peanut butter earlier. I think I could, I mean, I could eat a lot of peanut butter. I don't know if I could do that quickly, though. Seems like a hard thing to eat quickly. Uh, somebody said, you didn't put a name on this, but it says, my wife and father-in-law used to do a puffed wheat eating competition, trophy and all. They would eat around one and a half, nine by 13 pans each. After one competition, my father-in-law woke up with these large round bumps all over his body. I was at work. My wife sent me pictures of these. It was an allergic reaction. He ended up going to the hospital for shots to stop the reaction. Apparently, he took in such a large amount of wheat protein, his body couldn't process it, causing an allergic reaction. To make matters worse, he didn't win. And my mother-in-law has banned all puffed wheat eating competitions. What a fun sponge. Eh. Can we admit, though, that... Rice Krispie Squares, 10 times better than puffed wheat squares? Hmm? I could probably eat a lot of Rice Krispie Squares. I'd be good at that. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, I like the way Jen operates here. Jen said, I bought some Krispy Kreme donuts in a fundraiser. They ended up arriving at the house before my kids got home. I ate 10 of the 12. No problem. You know, because every now and again, it's not all about the kids. Sometimes it has to be about mom, too. Uh, oh. Uh, you know, this one's not as disgusting to me as it is probably to you. I once drank a pint of gravy on a dare. We had made our first Thanksgiving dinner without our parents, and we messed up making the gravy. We obviously forgot to add something, and it just didn't thicken. Nobody wanted it on their turkey, so we had this full gravy boat of watery gravy a friend of mine dared me to drink it you can't turn down a food dare so I chugged it back mm -mm, delicious did you make any money off that at least um, between you and me though I would have done that for free somebody else said I 100% will drink the Swiss chalet sauce I always order extra and often finish it by sipping on it like you're having a, you know, a cup of coffee after a good dinner. You just sip away on the chalet sauce. And then, not one, but two people in a row who say they have low blood pressure. And that's going to be their go-to now, is just sipping Swiss chalet sauce. I'm not a doctor, but you probably should consult your doctor before you do that. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, this one right here. Okay, this is from Christy and Tyler. KFC gravy would be their specialty. Uh, they say it's very drinkable when you're driving. You eat some fries, take a sip of gravy. That right there. Now, before you cringe and make the yucky face, you just think for a second how practical that is. That just makes sense. There's nothing wrong with a good sipping gravy. That's what I've always said. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.